Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming horse market in China, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Jojo Wang from Shanghai and Hong Kong, introducing China to the world. Hi, Jojo. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you, Zoe? Shanghai and Beijing are still in temporary lockdown due to the COVID prevention. I have impression that everything is online now in China. True, I saw many exhibition and shows have moved their activity online, and people are working remotely from home. It is truly a digital era. Indeed, we are so delighted to start our China horse business live since last September. Over thirty-five foreign experts and companies' representatives has been spoken in our webinar, in which they introduce their activities, products, and services. Over six hundred registered Chinese audience from the equine community have attended our monthly webinar. Some of them are connected to our speakers for inquiries and even more precise order demand after the webinar. The webinar has been proven very efficient and successful in connecting international stakeholders to Chinese decision makers. It's the only regular online channel for international players to stay in contact with Chinese equine market. The ninth session of the China Horse Business Live will take place from nine to ten a.m. CST this morning. If you want to attend our webinar or become a speaker in the upcoming ones, please write to us at contact at wonderhavenhorse.com. Well, Jojo, in today's China news, let's take a look at the rise of international influence of the Hong Kong Jockey Club. You know, the current CEO of the Hong Kong Jockey Club is. Mr. Wingfield Engelbrecht Brush. He has been in this position since 2007. He has contributed to the continuous growth of the Hong Kong Jockey Club even under the COVID situation. He is very respected in Hong Kong and internationally. Right in 2021, he was elected the chair of the IFHA, International Federation of Horse Racing Authority. Taking over from the long-standing chairman, Mr. Louis Homene, he also served as the chairman of the Asian Racing Federation, which comprised 27 national racing authorities and racing-related organizations from across Asia, Oceania, Africa, and the Middle East. And most recently, in April 2022, he was elected president of the International Horse Sport Confederation, aka the IHSC. The IHSC was created in 2013 when the Federation Equine International, the FEI, and the International Federation of Horse Racing Authority, IFHA, joined forces to create the first formal vehicle to cooperate between the world's leading bodies for the equestrian sport. The presidency of the IHSC rotates among the founding members. As the third president of the IHSC. He succeeds FEI President Ingmar Devos, who held the position from 2019 to 2022, and IFHA Chairman Emeritus Louis Homene, who led the IHSC from 2017 to 2019. Not only tributed to his outstanding leadership, but also the recognition of Hong Kong racing, which is playing a more important role on international stage. For sure, and the Hong Kong Jockey Club has been successfully overcome the difficulties of two pandemics, SARS in 2003 and COVID now. The bright future is still ahead.
When racing is growing in Hong Kong, equestrian sport is booming in mainland China. In today's China Club session, we will introduce the Hunan Equestrian Association, which is newly found. Just a background information for our listeners. In China, there are 23 provinces, five autonomous regions, and four municipalities, Beijing, Tianjin, Shanghai, and Chongqing. There are two national equine associations, which are Chinese Equestrian Association under the Sport Bureau and China Horse Industry Association under the Ministry of Agriculture. Then on province level, every province, autonomous region and municipality can form their regional association either under their regional sport bureau or agriculture bureau. The equestrian clubs in the region are mainly members of the regional association and most of the regional associations will register under the regional sport bureau because activity of the equestrian club are still focusing on sport. And equine companies and suppliers can also join the associations. Back to Hunan province, it is in the middle of China, next to Hubei province, which is probably more familiar to our listeners because of Wuhan Racing Club. Changsha is the capital of Hunan province. Equestrian sport is emerging in Hunan province. There are nine equestrian clubs in the region, and the number is still growing. We have introduced one of the club in Changsha in Season 2, Episode 3. You can listen back to the episode. More than 100 elementary and middle schools have included equestrian sport in their sport programs. This will definitely boost the needs of more equestrian clubs. Yes, and last but not least, the Hunan Equestrian Association has set their goal to form their regional equestrian team to compete on national levels. There are a lot to do in Hunan. So, the interest of equestrian sport is also growing among overseas Chinese. A Chinese girl started an association to help Chinese in France to get to know more about this sport. Let's listen to Yifang's China story. Hello, Yifang. Yeah. How are you doing? Hi, Zhuzhou. I'm very well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being in our podcast today and can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you start to practice horse riding? Yeah, uh, so I'm Chinese. So um, I came to Europe when I was 15. That's where I first start to know the horses. I lived in a host family in Germany for one year as an exchange student and in their just backyards they have two horses and the place where I was in is called Oldenburg. So it is a city that is famous for dressage horses. I, I didn't know at that time, but I just filled the time spending with the horses to brush them, to, to talk to them, to feed them. It's very relaxing and I really enjoy those moments. So that is how I wanted to start the equestrian sport. I didn't have time uh, when I was in Germany. So it is actually when I was in France uh, at the age of 18 uh, that I really started the sport. I was near Paris, and again in a host family. And you know, in France, there are there are a lot of uh, equestrian centers all around the cities or the village. So I have the privilege to uh, join one equestrian center for one year as member, and I practice once a week. So that is how nice. I started to 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 ride horses. There are more and more Chinese people moving um, to France to study or leaving. So how many Chinese riders in France do you uh, do ride with you or do you know of? 
And why are they keen on equestrian sports, do you know? Yeah, this is a very interesting story as well. Um, there are three of us. So there's a girl called Jessie and another boy called Jianlin and me. So we three, we are the co-founders. And uh, the initiative gets started actually through a video competition. Uh, one day I saw a post saying that there was a video competition. Um, you, can, you can do a video of any topic you want. So there's no limit for this video. And uh, I, I'm thinking about doing one for the horse riding and the sport. Through this very simple idea, we three start to talk, start to trying to um, make this video. And then from that, uh, we just started the, the association, Brave Night Club. So we wish all the riders could have the courage to uh, start the equestrian sport and to overcome all the difficulties they might encounter during, uh, during this sport. Before starting our, let's say, organization or association in French, but I think it's more appropriate to call our club an NGO because we don't make any profit from it. Um, we have uh, for nearly 500 members today um, since the creation of our association. So that was created two years ago. Most of them started to uh, practice the horse riding sport with us for the first time. So you say you have 500 members in the BKC Cup. Why they are so interesting in equestrian sports? Yeah, um, I think there are different reasons. Uh, in France, as you know, it's a, it's a country that you ha can ha easily have access to horses, to the horse riding sport. According to the figures in 2017, there are already uh, 9,300 equestrian centers in France. I mean, everyone can have access to this sport. And um, equestrian is also a very popular sport in France. So mm -hmm. easily to access is actually a very important reason. You don't need to go very far. You don't, need, you don't necessarily need to have a car. You don't need to be rich. <laughs> to start yeah. the question sport because if you want to um to try at, for the first time you only need to pay uh 25 or 35 euros so that is nothing it's like if you yeah. go to a restaurant for a dinner so the the easy to access the low price and also people people try to get connect with this with the horses mm, our members uh, some of them are working in Paris, some, some of them are students, so they could get stressed in their life when they see animals, when they spend time with horses, which are very calm and, you know, big creatures. So, so, so they, they feel like not so stressful. And I think there may, might be uh, one reason that our association or our club gives gifts to them because we have made everything ready. So they just need to come come to us, talk to us, and tell us they want to get started with one course. So everything is settled. They don't need to uh, call, make the phone call. They don't need to uh, contact the equestrian center. We try to make the things as simple as possible. And also language is a barrier. So uh, when they ride with us, we could explain how to access the horses and the, some terms we can tell them in Chinese, in English, and in French. So they can have a better understanding. So I think all these three or four different reasons made them want to uh, make the first step to try the sport. 
some of them want to uh, later on do um, show jumping. Some mm-hmm. of them just enjoy spending time with horses. They want to uh, go to the forest. They want to be by the sea, by the beach, uh, ride on the beach. That is all the activities we propose to them. So different people have different objectives, but uh, in general, people want to start uh, because it's a very cool sport that you do with an animal. This sport make them feel calm and get connected to the nature. Mm, great, great. Ivan, as you said,、uh, in France there are lots of resources, great country of horses. So、uh, beyond riding, there are many ways to enjoy horses or to be with horses in France.、Uh, we call it question experience. Can be attending、mm-hmm. competitions, visiting stables, or outdoor riding. Not necessary、uh, to be、um, very advanced or skillful riders. I'm thinking about、uh, Chinese tourists. And、uh, when the international travel became、uh, possible again,、um, do you think those equestrian experience in France can be attractive to Chinese tourists? Yes.、Uh, thank you for the question. And you are definitely right, Zoe. I think French is just a fantastic country for people who want to do to have short-term experience in horses. Because、um, France have so many to offer. Actually, they have another way of of visiting the the country instead of, instead of doing in cars. For example, when they visit、uh, mm-hmm. the Alps, they can use the horses. So a different way, a different experience、uh, of visiting as a seeing site, a tourism、yeah. site.、Uh, for example, when they go to Mosa Michel, instead of, instead of walking, well, they can be on a horseback. And seeing all the、uh, sheep, seeing all the all other animals around them, so it's very unique. You cannot find the same experience in in China or in other、mm-hmm. countries. I would say that is. I think that is one aspect. And moreover, in France,、uh, there are many events related to the French culture.、Uh, you have so many international competitions at high、mm-hmm. level.、Mm-hmm. So there are not so many right now in China. Mm-hmm. But、uh, it's very frequent in France. The entry ticket is very not expensive at all, so they can spend little money,、uh, very less time. They can enjoy really a high level sport feast. So this is also very attractive. Yeah, totally agree. I think they will enjoy a very unique experience, either for those who are used to. Travel to France and looking for a new way, a new experience, or for those Chinese riders. You know, there are many Chinese riders now. They want to see and compete in France. It's also possible. So let's hope the travel restriction lift very soon, and then we can travel normally again. And many people can go to France, and French people can come to China to see、uh, what's the progress we are making. We have made in China. And the exchange between two country, two continents, um, became、uh, normal again and possible again. Thank you very much, Eva. Yes, finger crossed. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> Thank Thank you, you. Eva. That makes me want to go to France now, Soyi. Me too. I miss it so much. In our China Horse Business Live today, we have the Equestrian Center in Saint-Lô in France, which would make an introduction to our Chinese audience. Sounds great, guys! Don't forget to attend our monthly webinar. It's happening at nine to ten a.m. CEST. All right, see you around. 
This podcast is co-hosting by Zoe King and Jojo Wang, powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equine community in China.